0: welcome back everybody to another episode of medusa's cascade i'm antonio playing galahad the goliath paladin as you all know we are playing a Strahd module with a whole bunch of homebrew and this is episode 29 which is insane we are almost at 30 episodes i think we're almost at a thousand listens or more at this point and having the ability to listen to all of our antics has been a treat for myself, especially getting all the laughs from the internal chat when all of our intense roleplay moments are happening. And I've got to tell you, I have been on the receiving end of that, where I'm having crazy intense moments, uh, roleplaying as Galahad, talking to Bothok, aka Bahamut and the chat is going off saying all these crazy things and i have to do my damnedest not to peek at what is popping up and keep a serious straight face and it's been it's it's a lot of fun on the other end when you see someone else kind of going going in their role playing you kind of participate and it's one of those little things that we as a group kind of have in these sessions because on the on you know that's not safe and we can't share it with you but it's a lot of fun and but, you know, before we get started, before Galahad kind of gives you his perspective of kind of what had happened, I just want to talk a lot about a little, about my creation of Galahad and little bits of my life that have been put into him. As you know, he's a paladin and he is definitely faithful to Bahamut and lawful good. And what's interesting about him is I am not a religious person. It's it's not a not a part of my life anymore. I grew up. And I grew up in Catholicism, went to Catholic school all my life, really up until college. But it got to a point throughout high school that I decided to drop off and not practice and not go to church anymore. I have my faith and I love learning about different religions, but it's just not a part of me to go to a practice in in a formal institution. But playing a character who is so devoted to religion has been a really interesting test for me just being able to take my own experiences religion and kind of spin them and give them a way that molds to my character and give advice to some of our other party members when they ask about religion really just come from my own perceptions of it that relate that conversation that i had with shanks at the lake was really what i thought it wasn't just me saying that through Galahad it's really how I feel in regards to that there are people who use religion in negative connotations to control people and and while religion in itself is a beautiful thing for people when you use it you use it for comfort or you're able to use it for faith or you're able to find solace and peace in something and that is one of the most beautiful things about it but when you have a character like Shanks who is torn away from religion because of his negative experiences it's one of the things that I was able to reflect on through Galahad, but based off my own personal experiences. And so it's been, it's been a lot of fun and it has been a sometimes intense trying to kind of go through the heartstrings and my own back mind of things and kind of pull them out for the character. I will say it definitely makes for a more complex character. And if you ever get a chance to play D and D, I mean, even listen to us for 28, 29 episodes. So why haven't you played right? Um, definitely if you can and if you're comfortable with it always look into those experiences that maybe you have kind of behind you but pull them and put them into a character because it may it makes them into a more fleshed out more three-dimensional character but also it is characters ripe with who you are because at the end of the day all of these characters that we make always have a bit of us in them whether they are completely unique in their own ways and they're murder hobos or anything like that but There's always a little bit of us in our characters. And it's always fun to, you know, if you can explore what you've left behind as you move forward. So that's that. And uh, let's get to what Galahad thought in the last episode. After the resurrection of Chico and lying to him that he is a paragon of the Wild Mother, the Cascade appeared, thought to be a normal stop for rest and food and that it being a much more eventful night for all of us. There was talk of using a were-raven head and presenting it to Strahd as a wedding gift, obviously a fake, as I would not allow cold-blooded murder to take place against these people, especially ones who are against the fiend himself. And also there was another development with Chico. We lied to him about his use to the Wild Mother, a lie that to take part in resentfully he is a fantastic cook he created something called chicken and waffles and I have to say it was the greatest fucking thing I've ever eaten washed it down with ale and had my fair share of plates as well a paragon of Bahamut himself I must be fed as I was eating we aqua ran off and destroyed the journeyman's room door <laughs> and got L'Oreal well she had a chat with her patron in the new and the new the new well what was that it came out of nowhere it, it I, I've we've been to the cascade so many times and and for some reason I never noticed a another room by a fireplace with leather bound chairs but after I Cleaned my plate, and after Gaddit L'Oreal had her conversation, I saw a hooded figure, one that I recognized, one who I spoke to. During my time in captivity in the vaults of the Constable for 50 years, I saw Bothak. I saw Bahamut, the Platinum Dragon, my deity my god and so of course I went up to him and spoke with him and he had me recite my tenets and asked me and told me that these tenets well were quite interesting for a paladin of Bahamut and it is true the conquest tenets are intense so intense that I do have them seared on my arm are the tenants that I chose That was a young Goliath and while I will do what I need to do to toe the line keep Bahamut's law true under my tenants as he says they are more about the intent than the actual action and he told me to keep to my tenants when defeating Strahd and this is all all interesting points, but he left me with one other point, and that was to keep Wiaqua alive, as if he was my charge. As you as you know, Wiaqua gets under my nerves sometimes. He means well, yes, but my word that boy. I asked Bahamut why, but he gave me no answer just to keep him alive, and that the daughters of creation that are in his prophecy are intertwined with mine on the rise of Tiamat. Who am I to say no? Who am I to disregard what my god says? But there is one thing. I will not te- I will not tell Aqua this. I cannot give that to him. He will run with it. So... Internally, in my heart, I will keep Weakwa safe. I will make sure that nothing happens to him. And if anything does happen to him, then I have been long dead. And after that, after this talk with Bahamut, I felt, well, let me speak with the journeyman. Ask the journeyman about Kana's fury. She told me she worked with Bahamut and told me that the sword has runes and, and apparently there's more to this sword than meets the eye and more power to come of it. Well, I look forward to that power. I look forward to see what divine fury I can bring upon my enemies with Kana's fury. Now, back to the party.
1: Now destiny calls to fight the storm That is raging on, that is raging on Have to enter the cold you have to give it your own. Your helmet's trapped in waste. Your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy mace. Grip in your holy mace. Now it's time to leave this place. Now it's time to leave this place. Travel to the land Long before God To climb and joy and high, To survive that reeking and ride Beware The curse of stride 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 Beware the curse of Best of
2: <laughs> Anybody else uh, doing anything? Um,
3: question Atros went to his room is he out of game and um, are we out of vile uh, arrows or is this something that he would produce and hand out of
2: his door? <laughs> you would have to go ask if it involves him. Okay.
3: So I I go ask you are more if, than welcome to if you can make some bow arrows for us.
2: Um I want you to uh, roll me roll me a persuasion check. You can do that. Three,
3: 7, so 24.
2: He uses magical tinkering. Uh, after you've essentially said, "Just uh, how how are you going to persuade him? How are you how are you asking him to make more more for you?"
3: I'm um, I'm just probably going to explain to him the the plan that we have, um, and let him know that you know we're we're gonna we're gonna require as much protection as, as possible.
2: He nods silently and uh, casts uh, Magical Tinkering and uh, through scroll, uh, it's almost sort of like moving sort of text sort of pops up and says, I will do this last batch for you, Shanks. But after that, I have to spend time on personal matters that I can't involve the rest of the group with understood. It pops up more magical tinkering. Thank you. You'll have them tomorrow. Very well. And what what were you looking to get done?
3: Oh, he just the bio arrows. I'm usually the one that fills them anyway,
2: so All right, bio arrows cool. Right on. So In the morning you see a full like batch and a half of arrows so about 30 vile arrows he has made for you okay you can add those into your you're gonna have to fill them with your alchemy but well yeah if i could just have the vile arrows yeah you should be able to we can do rolls outside of this and to determine how much you get. oh and uh uh just out of game, the the I had other types of arrows because
3: there were some poison ones and that kind of stuff that I still had from the latch badge that I didn't see in the inventory. So we can add those and figure that out together yep. as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Cool.
2: There you go. Anybody else? Thank you.
4: I've been downstairs uh, in the gym with Duo. Um, I'm trying to work on our link, and I'm having him like show me an image of my target. And I turn to fire. Mm-hmm. I just do that for a while.
2: Right on. You seem to be getting more in sync. You haven't had really the opportunity to use duo outside of scouting. There isn't hasn't been time to really practice on these things with all the crazy shit that's been going on.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'm doing that, and then consciously like looking at my bow, trying to figure out like a few things. As far as how I can be a better leader. um, All the things that have
2: transpired. Just a bunch of random thoughts in my head. Roll me an investigation check as you're looking at your bow. Okay.
4: 13.
2: You can tell... It doesn't seem to have been made from a full, solid piece of wood. You're not entirely sure how it was constructed. Um, There seems to be more to this bow than what you're seeing, but you're not entirely sure.
4: Like, compared to a normal short bow, um, does it have, like more tension, less tension? Do I feel like it's lighter, heavier? Like, do I feel any, like, um, noticeable thing about it that seems like like the make of it would be either better made or just differently made?
2: It doesn't seem to have any sort of... It it seems almost indistinguishable from the bows that you've wielded before, short bow-wise. Which is kind of interesting, considering it has two mounted blades on the front of it. Right. So you're guessing that it's a lighter material, but it does seem very sturdy and strong. and Strong enough for me to
4: use it as a sword.
2: Yes. Okay. You do remember in in particular several different skirmishes you've been in with the bow that you've felt your fingers run along what seemed like a seam but you're not entirely sure where you don't remember exactly where it was because it was sort of in the heat of the moment
1: okay
4: um keeping that in mind I'll try to do like some muscle memory um yeah. Keeping that in mind I'll try to do some muscle memory, see if I can kind of run my hand on the string and see if I can get that same motion. Um sure. probably a fruitless endeavor, but just something that I, I wanna keep in the back of my head. Roll me another investigation check. Mm-hmm. Uh eighteen.
2: Eighteen. You start going through almost sort of like combat maneuvers not not necessarily combat maneuvers but like things that you've done to sort of avoid enemies and shoot sort of trying to be more of a a mobile attacker you start pulling pulling your arrows out and sort of moving around going into the dummies and trying using using it as a as a sword almost and as you're doing it your hand sort of runs across seems to be a as you're close to the dummy you raise a a, a, a it seems to be like a crest sort of in the middle of the bow like raised up that wasn't there before
4: so not the uh not the uh the engravings that are on the blade itself it's something else
2: Yes, there were uh, there was other decorative things on the bow mm-hmm. and there was like a circular sort of almost sigil like that on the very like where you grab onto oh. on, okay. on both sides of. And you can feel it in your hand, the side where your fingers are, mm-hmm. the, that engraving, that, that piece of the like scrolling has risen slightly.
4: I don't want to be the third person to go to the journeyman's office to ask about their weapon. I so don't want to be that guy. But I feel like Roll...
2: I Come have... <laughs> on, walk in there and pull Roll it out. Me a... Wow! Roll me a charisma <laughs> saving throw.
4: Charisma saving throw. Uh, eight.
2: You can't fucking help it. You press down on the seal and it gives and the bow sort of clicks out and detaches and you're able to pull the two ends of the bows apart and these handles from the back of the bow flip down and they become two short swords does the string detach it hasn't it hasn't you you just sort of pulled them apart the string is still the, the bowstring is still there but you feel like you could probably pretty quickly figure out how to undo this Uh, I just start I
4: sit down like uh, crisscross applesauce and I just start laughing to myself I'm gonna go to the journeyman's office fuck it not to not to ask more questions but to (laughs) let me just get up there first (laughs) this is so funny Oh. yeah, we could skip ahead to someone else, but yeah, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. So you walk up to the journeyman's office, I, go, I knock, and I say, um, gotta gotta sec before bed. Sure. And I like I'm holding the my bow like this, and then I go like this, and I go just answer me this. When I grabbed, when I conceptualized this bowl originally, and you got it, what were your thoughts? Did you make this, or what, did you have someone commission this? I
2: had a hand in it. I let's just say I was um, I was like Atros back in, back in the day got it
4: I love this the, uh, what the blades can do before but, uh, I, what the blades can do so far Barrage seems to be my favorite I haven't tried out uh, Medusa yet and the other two runes or insignias haven't uh, lit up yet but this part is interesting feel like this was more you than any other person.
2: You did like, say you wanted a bow that could be used as a short sword. I figured why not a bow that could be used as two short swords? Hmm. And sometimes, I mean, you've got the damage horror of a elf that wants more, wants to just do as much damage as possible from as far away as possible. And you got a Goliath. I mean like I, I don't know. I knew you were I knew you were a dual wielder. And you like the bow, but you wanted to be able to get in close. So when I figured I wanna have to, yeah. Maybe what you're better at. I appreciate
4: it. course that's it question uh before, it? just uh how long has it been since the last you saw us for me for you
2: Whew. i want to say she's sort of th- is actually thinking about it for me technically it's been ooh a solid two or three years, I think. Lot to do, lot to do. Does several,
5: time
4: several things are happening at once? Does time working the way it does for you? Because not everyone can live as long as you.
2: Get up lonely. Why do you think I have so many people around me?
4: Uh, That's a very, very, very valid point.
2: Why do you think I have so many pans in the fire, as it were? Makes sense. All right,
4: I'll leave you to it. I'm going to head up to my room now.
2: All right. Nice chat. I appreciate it. Anytime.
4: I, I swiped some food uh, from the kitchen for Duo so he can not bother me before we go to sleep.
6: All right.
2: <laughs> Sounds good. Everybody starting to clear out and heading for a uh... Long yep. rest.
7: Yep. I'm waiting to get my
2: next shot of whiskey. Naturally. You've had like um. three or four already. Webby's about ready to cut you off. Okay, Webby. I'll give you one more for the road, and then you have to make your way back up to your bedroom.
7: That is a promise. I'll make my way back up to the wee bedroom.
2: All right. He pulls out a tumbler and fucking pours you like half a glass. He's like, go have fun.
7: I think I might take this one to the room with me.
2: I think you should.
7: Can I have a weird small glass too?
2: You're gonna pour. I don't care. Here, take your shot glass.
7: Thank you, baby. You're a good one.
2: Don't mess up the floor too bad.
7: Hmm. Yeah, you know. Sometimes I can mess up the bathroom too, but you know. But that'll be a story for another time.
2: No worse than serious, Ken.
7: What serious? What do you mean by that?
2: Oh, he had my coffee.
7: Oh, 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 oh. oh he made a mistake.
2: It finally hit him. He played roulette too long.
7: <laughs> Tell me, what was it on a scale from one to ten?
2: Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask him. But I mean, it looked like it was a class four emergency. If you know what I mean.
7: So, between me and you, you think he was a clincher?
2: Oh, yeah. Bubbles and gas out the wazoo. Literally. And then it shot out like fire. <laughs> oh, maybe. Well, you'll
7: make me laugh. You have a good night, fella. You too, sir. I'm gonna go take my little ass upstairs. Did you see the, the, the red one with the tail?
2: I don't know. He's, he's good at hiding that one. I can't see him half the time. He's just all of a sudden, he's gone. <laughs> ah
7: Oh, well. I guess I see that one probably in the morning. And the other cat's probably somewhere around here, too.
2: All uh, right. He just went up.
7: Hey, I so let take my ass upstairs. All right. I woke upstairs, and I poured a little bit in the little shot glass. And I stop in front of glass door. And then I put the, the the shot glass in front of the door that's full with a little bit of the whiskey. She might need that. I'm a real ass. And I go to my room and go to
2: bed.
1: Cue the ah.
2: Excellent. I dig it. Everybody else going for a long rest?
3: Yeah, uh, she's gonna, just... gonna go up for meditation. And um, he just takes his bow and sets it across his legs and kind of focuses.
5: I'm in my room looking at the uh, invitation um, so that I could start uh, forging it in the morning.
2: Right on.
8: All right. I wanted to uh, sit in the middle of the floor where I am and see if I can listen to the armor because it whispers.
1: See if I can gather anything from it.
2: Uh, Roll me a perception check. Perception, yes. Yes. Can I guide myself? Sure, because you know you're doing it.
8: Okay. 18. 1, 19, and my perception is 6. 19 plus 6, 27. No, 25.
2: What languages do you speak?
8: Uh, good question Primordial Sylvan Undercommon it is speaking
2: in what you assume to be and a language comment. but you do, don't seem to understand what the language is you're starting to pick up words you've been listening to it a lot lately and there are sounds and syllables that seem to be repeated that you sort of hear every now and again that are the same, seem you know, like it's, it's not just like gibberish. It's like the same thing. Hmm. So, like, hmm. you, there's a language being spoken. You're here. You're starting to hear it and starting to pick out phrases and stuff, but you don't understand that language, so you don't know what the hell it is.
8: But you're starting okay. to.
2: You're starting to. You you're starting to pick up phrases.
8: Okay. Um, right before I go to sleep, I want to walk into the journeyman's office and just go, "Hey, what's your favorite book to read?" For learning or for pleasure?
1: Either.
2: Sometimes it's both, isn't it?
1: Hmm.
2: You know, I was reading this crazy novel
8: uh about the
2: yeah, have you ever heard of Pan?
8: No. Wait, have I? Uh
2: roll, roll a religion check for me. Uh
8: um
2: uh 17 yeah you do know who Pan is Pan is like the god of inspiration like the wood nymph sort of Pan oh uh, yeah 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 yep pardon right it's uh it's a collection of stories about him fairly interesting
8: oh very cool do you have a copy of it
2: oh yeah you can have my copy here
8: she cool she gets a box over did it. you finish it or no oh I've read it a bunch of times okay I can always do you mind if I it. borrow it and read it tonight Oh sure, awesome. So I go up to bed and I want to read as much as I can before um, a point of exhaustion. Like I'll I'll read until I should go to sleep.
2: Mm -hmm. It is uh, (laughs) the 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 book is called uh uh, what is it the Handsome? No, uh the the Devil Across the Lake. Okay. And as you read it, you get that it's from the perspective of someone who believes Pan to be a, uh, more of a legend than an actual being or, or creature. And you get roughly about, I want to say, like a little less than halfway through it. And some strange things have happened, but you as a druid and knowing about Pan, you're like, uh, he's, he's he, you're starting to you, you kind of see where the story's going and you can kind of you can see why the journeyman en- enjoys the book sounds good uh, with that I shut the book and i everyone's taking a long rest yep Serious. as you fade to black and begin to sleep there is uh, a slight light coming uh, coming from like, you know how when, you know, there's a bright light when you have your eyes closed it sort of has a glow to it? You, you mm-hmm. can sort of sense that you like, you can feel it in the peripheral, in your peripheral vision on, just with your eyes closed, and as you open... There is a, a, a massive, like, uh, a moon. This huge, huge fucking moon. And they're uh, in close to it. I mean, like, it is it is gigantic. And there's just a straight horizon across it. You see about a little over three quarters of the moon. It almost seems like it's coming up from the horizon. And there is a small uh, silhouette, maybe about... 50 60 feet away from you sort of backlit from this so it's really only just a dark silhouette okay I make my word wait towards it okay Um, as you get closer you see a very familiar face It's uh, a a woman. She is about a little shorter than you are. Uh, Long, brown hair. An infectious smile. Wearing a very familiar sort of attire. Looks like someone who works in a tavern.
9: uh he you know he just has a stunned look on his face and you know starts to walk to her with his hands somewhat extended like like slightly above his uh his waist as if you know he he's he's struggling to like walk towards them um and he just says Valencia. serious no 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 (laughs) i i thought you were sleeping i i I, they told me you couldn't be woken up where am i
2: Can, can you hear me yes i can hear you i'm asking you a question silly where am i i don't know where i am
9: I, right now, we're... You know, only thing I can guess is that this is this is the realm of my patron. Of our patron? I, hmm.
2: The Moonweaver? Zahani Moonbo? Yeah. I introduced you to her, silly. How could you forget that?
9: <laughs> to be honest, a lot has happened. I... <laughs> But don't worry i'm 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 going to find a
2: way to get you back. Get me back from where what happened? She sort of almost recoils a little bit like uh...
9: i I don't know if you're really ready to hear this, but things happened back in Ravenwood the father uh he he turned out to be working with the druids and tried to use you but don't worry Telk and i along with some other adventurers, we stopped him but unfortunately you seem to have taken on a curse and i've been trying to figure out how to wake you up ever since
2: She just has a, a stunned disbelief, sort of just washes over her face. U- Uthluck?
9: Yes. Turns out the father was evil the whole time. I mean, I. You know how much I trusted him. I mean, he, he was everything to me. The whole reason why I even picked up clergy, I mean, to be to be a clergy was because of him. Only to find out that he was using me the whole time as much as he was using everyone else in the town as his pawns. I mean, the girls, do you remember the girls? They, even them, they, they suffered because of him.
6: Yeah.
2: She has tears rolling down her face and she sort of reaches out and just lays her palm in the middle of your chest.
9: I uh, put I gently put my hand over her palm. It's like I will get you back. I'm more than ever I'm, more than ever I'm grateful to Moonbow for doing this, but I'll find a way. She put me in the direction of the uh, the journeyman for some reason, and I'll find out what it is when the time is right.
2: I won't give up.
9: I know you won't. You've always shown me how strong you are. (laughs) That's why... That's why every time you smiled, I knew everything was all right. She gives you a smile. And... He gently puts his hand on the side of her face.
2: Yeah.
9: Now, I do have to ask, is she solid?
2: Yeah, she's corporeal. You can touch oh, her. Oh,
9: okay. Dang. He's like he hesitates for a moment, and then
2: when he realizes she he sort can of touch leans her... He into uh, your hand. Mm. At this point, yeah, he just starts to
9: cry himself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you guys embrace, and everything sort of fades... Uh, right uh, as Shanks walks away from Atros' door. Um, Atros, you just finished saying to Shanks that you would um, take care of some of the Vile Arrows before uh, the group left. Uh, you're not entirely sure how long this is going to take, so I said you'd do this one last favor for them uh, before you join up with them sometime in the future as you shut the door you turn back around into your room and standing um standing over by your bed is a small child um blonde hair sort of almost shiniest alabaster or platinum type skin with golden eyes
10: and it's just staring at you This is in my room, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't there before. A child? A small child. I close the door, and I slowly walk over to him, turning my head in his direction. By using magical tinkering, I wave my hand into the air. And you are...
2: just stares at you for a second then in sort of a slightly wispy voice uh, says uh, I come in favor
10: of our lord Elrond responding back to him and the journeyman knows you're here That's
2: none of my concern. You are my anchor.
10: Very well. What have you come to talk to me about? Our mutual friend
2: feels sympathy for your plight. He wishes to bestow power upon you. Believes that Overthrowing Stroud
10: will be a good thing. I'm going to take the Mercurial Rod and turn into a chair and plop it down and take a seat while looking at him.
2: Doesn't even really move. Just sort of very still. Statuesque, almost. It's kind of unnerving.
10: Leaning in a little bit while seated in my chair. I appreciate the sympathy while waving my hand into the air. Mm
6: -hmm.
10: Now what kind of power does he mean to bestow upon me? That of a devotee. I just turned my head slightly. And how do you suppose I would devote myself to this? Does he wish me to pay him some sort of tribute?
2: In a manner of speaking, he wishes to bestow power upon you to help you in your time of need. It is not meant to be disrespectful.
10: Oh, of Only course. It's meant to
2: enhance your ability.
10: And I do appreciate the offer. He's already offered me. So much. But a trifle.
2: There is so much more that he can offer.
10: I am but a humble man, a Kenku, if you will, who is at death's door with the mere shambles of his life left. And yet he is so generous as to offer me practically what could be the world in my hands. Yet he asks for so little. Why? Why? I'm not trying to be disrespectful either. Just understand where I'm coming from. Everyone
2: values change. And above all, chaos and death brings change. That is the area in which we wish to give you this particular power. The domain of death. You have been so close to it thought it only would be fitting
10: I am surrounded by it I cannot escape it cannot run from it
2: we offer you a chance to master it
10: and a chance I'll take
2: Your agreement hasn't changed. This all comes... with the contract.
10: Thank you. I think... in addition to that... he may just see more... generosity... In my tribute towards him. You see the
2: barest hint of a smirk on the child's
10: face. I reach over and just pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> you be you sure to go him. tell him that everything is greatly appreciated.
2: It is in good faith
10: A faith to your lord, as it were. As it were. One
2: small favour that you could do for me and him right now. She the child pulls out a smooth like black and red swirled stone about, I don't know, I want to say about a half an inch smooth like river stone almost your tiefling friend would you kindly give it to him you need not mention where it came from if you don't want to
10: if I give this to him Will it cause him harm? On the contrary, will help him. If it is so, then I will give it to him.
2: Examine it yourself. She, the child, ha- holds it out, palm, palm of their hand.
10: I reach over and I take it. Okay. Uh,
2: do you have Identify or would you like to roll an Arcana check?
10: I do have Identify but it's a ritual to cast it.
2: We'll say it will. the child will literally stand there and watch you to do it.
10: Then I'll go ahead and cast Identify. Just I'm curious myself to know what it is. Mm-hmm.
6: Uh,
2: this uh, swirling red and black stone is called uh, the Light of Elrin. Uh, as you've noticed, it is warm to the touch. And uh, once it is attuned, it will float a few inches above the crown of the head and gives the wearer a plus two to AC. And has three charges that can be cast to you. Uh, cast to use this shield spell, and that will recharge every day at dawn.
10: Does or it appear to be cursed in any way?
2: Uh, no, not that you can tell.
10: After using identify to figure out the magical powers of this stone as it were Mm -hmm. I turn to the child and say I think my friend would most appreciate this considering I was a bit light on armor
2: this may be of some assistance
10: I just nod to him
2: Is there anything you wish to discuss before I go?
10: How is your lord?
2: He is pleased with your progress.
10: Very busy. I'm sure. With everything we discussed, all the work we've carried out, the things yet to be done.
2: You are nearly there.
10: And what of yourself, child? How do you know Elrin?
2: I've been alive for a very long time. Not always in this manner. But humble servant of my lord, he takes care of me. I, in turn, help to take care of him and his affairs.
10: Sort of condescending
2: man. Indeed.
10: Now I won't trouble you too much, considering that you and your Lord must be quite busy But again, I send my regards
2: And they are well received He sends his own
10: And Do you need an escort? I can see myself out I guess I should have expected that from a servant of Elrin. I nod my head to him. Child nods back.
2: The moment you turn your head in any way, shape, or form, like it if you're if you are sitting there staring at it, it will st- the kid will stare right back at you. But as soon as you avert your gaze you look back and the child's gone
10: I kind of just chuckle as if it was expected and I standing up I reach over and grab the chair and turn the Mercurio rod back into its rod form and I mean, uh, just take a moment to look at the rod before picking up a chisel from my left hand and just looking over to it thinking about the runes i'm about to inscribe upon it all right sounds
2: good all right so i guess at this point um i don't believe we went through a full long rest and if we did everyone gets long rest everyone's all healed back up um so it is now uh the following morning uh, some of you have meditated, so the two elves have meditated for four hours and have been in their room or in their workshop uh, doing what they do. Everyone else has taken the four, the uh, eight-hour long rest. What are you guys up to? Uh,
3: Tommy? Yeah? was Was I able to make my... Uh, elf enhancement pills. <laughs> um,
2: I want you to do um, an intelligence check with your uh, proficiency added in because you have proficiency with alchemist tools. Uh, is that a, a you? Do you have expertise or just proficiency with alchemist tools? Expertise. You have expertise? Okay, so you you double your proficiency. So whatever your proficiency is, double it and then add it to your intelligence troll. Wow, oh, everyone's muted or super quiet. It's like dead quiet in my headphones. It's so, uh, 19. 19. Um, you realize that you can distill this down pretty much to a, a powderish form, but you're going to need some sort of herbal component to actually uh, make it like a cohesive to be able to like sort of like dry press it into a tablet form there's going to be some sort of natural uh, binder that doesn't come directly from the coffee and that is not your area of expertise somebody that is uh, probably good with an herbalism kit or something along those lines would be the right person to talk to that would possibly be able to go help you.
3: Um, was I also able to do the poison effect on the other arrow? The poison? Yes. Remember the coat the regular arrows
2: that were not enhanced um, with poison. Um, roll me uh, another uh, alchemist check. So, same thing, intelligence with your Expertise added on. That's a 22. Yeah, no problem. You're able to coat maybe another dozen arrows with it. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is uh, everyone else doing here, guys?
7: I go to Zex's room and I'm banging on his door.
2: Wake up, Zex.
7: I'm up already.
4: I'm just still laying in bed and I roll the hell out of my eyes and say yeah, Kyber, what do you want?
7: Let me in. Let me in.
4: You can say whatever you need from over there. What do you want?
7: I'm going to say it again. Let me in. And keep banging on the door.
4: I... I regrettably get up, open the door, and then as the door is open, opening, I pop open the uh, the pole of collapsing, and I hold it to his chest, and I say, what do you want? You're going to stay right there.
7: You have to invite me in. I got story time for you. Be nice. And just pat him on the cheek. Come on. It's, it's tabaxi bonding time.
4: Uh, it's too early for this shit, and I feel like I'm gonna regret this already. All right, um, I send Duo downstairs and I say, Go help yourself to food, uh, go, Noms. And go and go play with We Aqua for a little bit. Noms, actually, uh, if you find uh, Shanks, you could go bother him first and then go play with We Aqua.
7: That's right. Yeah. I'm like the flying chicken more and more.
4: You stay away from my goddamn bird, but. Uh, Duo narrows his eyes at you
2: and then flies past you.
4: <laughs> um, I pull open, I pull out the, uh, the chair from my desk. I sit on the bed and I go, have a seat. What's up?
7: I woke up and I sit next to him on the bed. I put my arm around him.
4: <laughs> Kyber. You
7: know, Kyber, do me a favor.
4: I know you're enthusiastic I'm still not quite awake and you gotta understand personal space So,
7: I'm still not paying attention I'm just looking straight ahead you know Zex you're a good kid in the beginning I wanted to throw you through a roof but you know you grew on me very mutual I know I'm a big asshole you don't say So, let me get serious with you for a minute. I know I'm an unbearable fuck. And I did find it a pain in the ass that, you know, you had something I wanted.
4: What is it that I have that you want?
7: I mean, I'm just kind of jealous of you. You didn't remember your past and you had people to help take care of you. But I'm gonna put that in the past now because you know I've been an asshole to you. Now, give me a second Hush, 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 hush. hush, hush. Let me. I put my I put my finger on his lip. Hush, just one minute. Let me have this. I want to make a strength check to pull his finger back. (laughs)
4: Like I grab it and I want to do like extend it back like this.
2: Make a charisma saving throw to see whether or not you actually give in to this temptation nope natural one natural one you don't act but the feeling is very strong in you like get your fucking hand off of my face you're conveying this through your eyes but he's not paying attention but you are fucking staring daggers at him
7: and I'm not paying attention to you, I'm just looking straight at the wall.
2: I, I
4: closed the uh the the collapsing pole, put it back into my my bag, and
7: I'm I wanna pushing. give you I wanna give you a gift real quick before you push me away. Okay. And you know, I know and I pull my finger away from him. I wanna tell you about my village. But before we do that, I'm going to say this Zex. I'm no longer gonna call you a cub anymore. You
4: called me by my name just now, which is something I didn't think you'd ever do.
7: Why the change of heart? It's a code of honor for you, coming from my village. We called all the youngs cubs. Just never let someone call you monger, you kick that fucker's ass. You kick their ass hard all over the place. But it was kind of a rite of passage. Why the change of heart? Let's just say, I, I kind of feel like a new man. Or cat, what the racist elf would say. So, you know, he can't tell us apart. I, I don't know why. I stifle Maybe. a tr- I stifle I'm the pretty a one. I
4: stifle... I, I definitely laugh on that one. Uh...
7: But i do want to give you a gift because you know i also now I, f- I feel bad i understand that you don't remember everything of who you are or anything like that so i want to adopt you to my village and just tell you all the good things about that village you know the farmers and everything and how everyone got along we all played as little little cubs running around i mean believe it or not i was a little cub i was still a little shit back then but i was a good little shit My mom used to always beat my ass. Couldn't couldn't understand why. Yeah, it was fun with school. Everybody was nice. My uncle used to be an adventurer too. Sometimes he would come by, stop by the village, and tell the stories of his wondrous adventures from the guild and everything that he used to travel with these guys. He kept chuckling about some weird chat who always had this thing that shot. I don't know who it was, but... You know, I didn't see my uncle in a long time, though. But it was always good to hear his, get his letters. Dad used to read them. So one of the other honors is that they give us a last name. And They carry my dad's last name. We were known as Sabertooths in the village. I mean you know I've been an asshole to so you. You don't wanna adopt that name and you know I it's an honor for it to have a last name. I do. But if you no. wish to take my dad's name, it is Sabretooth.
4: Well I appreciate the gesture and I truly do. It feel it doesn't quite feel right. And it's not anything towards you but more for the person that helped raise me and the care that he took in giving me my name uh, Argo I you know you have a thing with humans but despite that he's been probably one of the best people I've ever had in, in my life and wouldn't trade that for the world no, i
7: you know, tell you what do,
4: do you know how I got my name tell me how you got your name all right so when I woke up, didn't have a name, didn't really get called anything, um, just boy or hey you or hey kid, that kind of thing. Um, never really stuck with the name because I figured one day my memory would kind of shake loose and I'd figure out what my name was. And it wasn't until Argo took me in and I started to develop a little bit of personality for myself that he, as a gift, gave me my names. The first name, Zex, is actually uh, the name of his best friend from his childhood. The last name, Kushinata, is the last name of one of his training partners as he was a little bit older. So, I hope you understand, the. <laughs> Sorry, I hope you understand the significance in my mentor giving me the names from his childhood that mean so dear to him and they kind of mean dearly to me. I will say this was uh, unexpected of you and I'm still uncertain about
7: you. That's natural. I'm an asshole that tried to go burn down the village. Killed a lot of people. But then humor me this. Just humor me. My village used to be called Leafland. Do you mind if I give you a middle name? In honor of my village.
4: Let's let's shelf
7: that. You for could now. think about it. You could think about it. Yeah, I know you need your you know, you need to fill the stomach. I need to fill the stomach no? I might have to go run to the shitter real quick first before that and go have some then you know. But I just wanted to have this heart to heart to to proxy. Appreciate it,
4: Carver. I'm
7: nah, gonna be running long.
4: Do me a, a favor. Understand that despite how much you envy the fact that I don't remember my past. It's not as glamorous as you think. Cause on the other side of that, I don't know what happens when I do get my past back. You know where you came from and you have the power to change that. You have the power to change where you go. I have no idea what my past does to me. And I've dealt with that for the last 16 years. So, with that said, I appreciate the effort. And I'm still going to keep you at arm's distance. Just for, uh, lack of better words, personal reasons. I need to see more from you before I start to really confide in you. It just is what it is. Not cold, not being cold. And I truly, truly appreciate what you've said and what you've done, but I need actions. And late, your actions haven't left me feeling like I can just start giving you a hug like it's night and day. Personal space, boundaries, that
7: kind of thing. Oh, but you know you love me. But I'll let it be for now, but just think about it. Let me know when you're ready for that middle name. I'll give it to you. Then I take a little playful slap on his back. Now let's go get some food. I know you're hungry, you young bastard. I just get up and walk out the room I close
4: the door behind him lock the door and I sit back on the bed and just stare at my ceiling for like 10 minutes going what the fuck just happened
2: I think that's a fair reaction what's
0: everybody else doing uh, I will head downstairs to the training room. Alright. Do some training
5: downstairs. I'm still in my room working on the uh, forgery of the um, invitation. Alright. Excellent. Uh, give me a,
2: a dexterity check um, with uh, proficiency, because you're using forger's kit. I assume you have a forgery kit.
5: Mm-hmm. All right, go for it. Natural twenty plus. Hey, give me a full number, man. What am I getting on that dexterity plus two? says so twenty two. And what am I adding for the proficiency? You, whatever it's you're plus four, right? <laughs> I think it's, so plus it's, three. it's yeah
2: 24.
5: It's plus three right now, I believe.
2: Yeah. So twenty. What, 25, something like that? Yes. You somehow managed to catch, like, the slight shimmer of the paper in the invitation. Like, you're having trouble right now telling them apart. In your head, you're like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. (laughs) All right. Everyone
10: heading.
8: Downstairs? Yeah, I go downstairs. Yeah. As I get I down
1: uh,
10: Sorry? Go ahead. I was going to say, I was just going to come into his um, door and just knock. But we are going to do whatever he's going to do.
8: Mm-hmm. I was just going to go downstairs uh, downstairs, and go in the middle of the floor and sit down and meditate. All right. You do that.
2: And uh, well being is looking at you. Kind of weird for a second and then goes back to doing what he's doing. Uh, What were you going to do, Atros?
10: I just knock on Argyle's door.
5: Who is it? (laughs) I chuckle, motherfucker. I chuckle, I'm like, come on, come in.
10: (laughs) I just peer my head in slightly as i open the door the rest of the way and walk over to him with uh one hand in the air i cast magical tinkering and ask how goes the forgery
5: i slide both of the original and the copy next to each other forward and i say take a look you tell me
10: you want me to roll for investigation
2: Sorry, trying to do, like, three things at once. Uh, yes, roll for investigation.
10: Alright. was a. Let me see. It's only a six. <coughs> they look exactly
2: the same. You can't... Fuck if you know which one was the original one.
10: Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, because I know Kenku have, like advantage when it comes to forgery as well but um it's all good it's only to produce forgeries or duplicates so i wasn't sure how that would apply but i'll just pull it up and, like looks pretty good to me mm-hmm. excellent
5: so i noticed a little bit of like not not necessarily confusion but you're just like it's all the same so i was like i did a good job don't worry about it trust me
10: oh i do just casting magical tinkering into the air well, I'm going to assume if you're speaking,
2: you're probably casting magic. Yeah, tinkering. yeah. We can we can say if, if you're speaking as Atros, magical tinkering. Ooh, I wasn't sure for the podcast. Yeah, whatever. no, we'll 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 state that now. <coughs> if you're speaking yep. as Atros, magical tinkering.
10: Yep. So, handing the letters back to him. Well, oh well, a job well done deserves a reward, and I slide in the little stone in between the two letters. Mm. What's this? A gift. Something someone of your profession would probably be able to make good use of.
5: Oh? Go on.
10: Dexterity. A given. Armor. Not so much. Figured something like this would at least give you a better chance of making it to a combat with the rest of us. Hmm. Thank you. Not that I doubt your abilities to dodge.
5: Considering how some of our team acts I may need it against one of our own rather than anything else. So, we'll see.
10: That is a fair point.
5: Thank you. I appreciate it.
2: And nod to him. Uh, it is in your... If you want to refresh your character sheet, it is now in your character sheet, and you just have to attune to it, so. Shots fired.
10: <laughs> Alright.
9: Uh, I make my way... But Well, yeah, we were... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all woken up, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I just didn't make my way down to the bar. I just... Uh, with a bit of a smile on my face at tell well I'll be, All right. Uh, okay, I want something a little safer this morning. So All breakfast right. and hopefully something that won't kill me if I drink it,
2: please. Aye. <laughs> Aye. I, I think I can do that for you. How about... Have you ever had a mosa?
9: Hmm... I've heard one of the barmaids talk about it back in Ravenwood, but no.
2: Oh, it's it's fantastic. It's it's like a breakfast beer with orange juice. That sounds good, actually.
9: It's very good. Uh, okay. I will take one.
2: We'll do the standard bacon, eggs, and toast.
9: Oh, sure. That works wonderfully. Right.
2: Some protein. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Have I uh, headed to the training room at this point? Oh yeah, you're it... down in the training room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> D- yeah, you're in the training room. Do you have anything specific that you want to do? In oh
0: the no, I didn't know if it was all happening at the same time, and I hear it, and I was just going to do exactly
2: what I did yesterday and be like, I have one to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, if you the, want the, to, if you want uh, to have come back up by this point and
0: uh,
2: heard that, no, you can do that. If you have something specific you want to do, by all means. Uh,
0: no, I just. Take didn't a d-
2: <laughs> Did I hear uh, beer
0: <laughs>
9: <laughs> Somebody say shenanigans? <laughs> uh,
0: no, I don't think we got it. I got a chance to explore it just because, like, we had the. the uh, me and We Aqua had that moment, and then that was it. We all kind of just jetted out of there. So I kind of wanted to look around um, and see if there's yeah. anything
2: oh yeah uh, you see all sorts of stuff you see the the pit that was in there before there are rows of like this place is fucking massive rows of ranges for archers um there are practice dummies the for sword play and for uh uh like weapon combat uh there's a pool uh there <laughs> you know like anything you know there are uh like what looked like sort of uh, something equivalent of like what kettlebells would be so for like strength training, that sort of deal. Like this, it's like the whole, this is a training facility.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Go to the training dummies and work on some of my
2: new maneuvers. All right. Start working on those. Bad. Oh, well, which uh, which of the two did you? Uh, I choose? took.
0: Uh, I will tell you right now. Um. Where are we? Uh, here we go. No, it's not telling me there. Jesus, fuck, Christ! I took feigning and uh, lunging attack. So now um, I can uh, really I like the lunging because I can now, if I need to, hit at ten feet as opposed to five by using one of the dice.
2: Oh, excellent! There you go. Figure it's just on the edge of that anyway with your uh, with your giant-sized sword. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So you start. Um, you start practicing those maneuvers, specifically getting like, almost sort of you get this sort of rotation on your blade where you'll whip it around and you'll extend with one arm using like pure, the pure momentum of that swing beforehand to get the same sort of effect that you would with a two-handed strike up close. So you're trying to to perfect that and this dummy, somehow, you hit it it fucking blows into pieces you sort of turn around and shake out again, dummy's back full again and you just over and over and over
0: yeah do that a bit go to the kettlebells and then probably go to the pool because why not mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a hot pool so like you know it would be like one of those things where i know of the mountains the hot
2: springs you know honestly i hadn't really thought of that it definitely can be for sure. Okay. Maybe there you walk over to the pool area, there's a couple of different pools. There's one that's a hot spring, there's one that's like more like a uh, like colder. Maybe there's one there's like a, like almost a wave pool, like saltwater wave pool type shit too. So yeah. yeah, you find the hot spring, you're like, hmm, I can dig on this. Yep. Right on. Alright. Eventually make your way up for breakfast after your swim and soak. Yes, for breakfast, for beer moses and and uh, basic bacon, egg, and cheese and toast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah.
7: Everybody else downstairs having breakfast? let see uh, Galahad and uh, Sirius. Look at Wilby. I have what they're having. I just plop right between them. All right, Billy Crystal.
8: <laughs> I-, uh, I guess I'll get breakfast with everybody.
4: I'll pop into a booth but uh i'll ask to get the same as everybody um what has duo been up to since i've
2: been since <laughs> i told to start messing with people or being friendly he's really mostly been hanging out with we He like we is still sitting in the middle of the floor but uh duo sort of like perched on him and sort of like snuggled up next to him just sort of you know, like he he went back to sleep
4: <laughs> I'll I'll leave him be. Uh, I'll just make sure uh, um, to ask for food for him.
2: Oh yeah, don't don't worry about it. Make sure that bird gets fed.
4: How's your morning been going, well, B
2: Oh, same old oh, shit. shit. You know, pouring people. <laughs> Apparently, the new trend. I'm glad I started it. It's beer Moses Do you want one? It's beer with orange juice. That sounds refreshing. It is.
4: I'll very... have one. That sounds like a great way to start the morning. <laughs> Better than the morning that I already had. Yeah. Oh.
2: You pop some. It's been an interesting one, for sure. Hey. Seems like it. You guys were all running around like crazy last night.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, find out some cool things about the bow that journeyman lots of tricks up their sleeves
2: are oh, you telling me
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. how long have you been with them oh a few years now not too long not but long enough I guess it's fun meet lots of new people meet a lot of crazy <laughs>
4: I'm I mean that's a fair fair assessment
2: of us. I mean to be to be fair in in my former life a lot of you are, are the type of people that I would have taken advantage of.
4: In your former life, uh, well, what well, was your I mean, what was your what was your crew like back in the
2: day? Oh, they were mostly meatheads. Either they were meatheads or they were just extremely naive. One of them was like 15. Like I don't even understand it. But <laughs> that sounds like an interesting mix they made stupid decisions I capitalized on them of course there was one lady Uh, she was uh, part angel oh she did not like me but I liked her so a thing of beauty oh (laughs) fair enough all right Indeed. All right. Breakfast, go. bacon, seat. eggs, uh, toast. All right. I'm just, I'm guessing, unless you tell me different, it's bacon, eggs, and toast with a beer mosa. That's what we're serving today for breakfast. Uh, do you have some
4: uh, some
2: potatoes? What the fuck do you need potatoes for?
4: Uh, I want to get a little hearty, but if not, no worries.
2: I guess if you want potatoes, let me see what I can get. Chico to do. I wonder if he's finished with his morning tea. Ooh, nice. Mm. I could use some of that tea right about now. <laughs> <laughs> right. so everyone's down in the um down in the tavern. Everyone's downstairs, awake. Anybody want to do anything? Conversations to be had? I'm gonna um, ask, uh, oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, no. Had his had his hand up.
8: Uh, yeah. um, as I'm meditating, I want to think deeply and talk to my um, druid who passed away. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to say uh, Wheel feral. I hope that you have found peace and whatever your intent was for me to go out i hope i succeed in doing so and please just watch over me thank you and i'm done and i stand up and i join them and i just sit there i'm not eating or drinking anything
2: excellent okay uh kyver and then whoever else wants to um, I get
7: up and I look at Galahad and Sirius I go watch my fold before um, you know. I'll be back when it comes out don't eat it and I look at Galahad I think he's going to be the biggest suspect of that and then um, I walk over to Glad give her a quick massage on the shoulders awkwardly I'm like I hope you had a good night love and then uh, I go for the journeyman
0: so while he does that and he gives us this whole idea of don't touch my shit and he tells us to the two guys who he nut checked did his beer mosa show up yet
2: yeah I'd say his beer mosa shown up yeah I chug it <laughs> are you trying to be stealthy about it or you just don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> I, look <at> what we're... <laughs> I won't eat his
9: food but I'll chug his beer <laughs> <laughs> I look over and yell at him with my eyes wide and just like start to look at my streak while I'm preparing to move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want none of that. <laughs> so, how, how does Glad uh, respond to this?
1: Well,
8: um, she's just sitting awkwardly, kind of just watching and just
2: hoping he doesn't massage her again, I guess. Continue, Kyber. I go look for the
7: journeyman. Go to the journeyman's office.
2: Okay. Are you knocking? Or are you just standing outside the door staring at it? Uh-huh.
7: Oh, I just stare for a couple of minutes, then I knock on the door, waiting for a response.
2: Okay, so... As you're standing there staring for a couple of minutes, Argyle, you had wanted to do something?
5: Yeah, I asked Walby if there's any leftover chicken and waffles from last night.
2: Oh, no, you think there's leftover chicken and waffles? Just thought I'd ask.
5: Uh, bacon oh. and eggs, then.
2: That's fine. I will. I'll get that for you. Uh, you've attuned. Have you attuned to the, uh, the stone? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're coming down a little bit later than everybody else. It requires attunement, so you've been attuning with the stone. As it attunes, uh, it sort of almost sort of glows, almost sort of looks like a flickering, and it sits om- almost perfectly between where your two horns are. So there's like a, a swirling black and red rock just sort of maybe a couple inches over the top of your head. So I'm like a D&D Sims character. I had more of like a Hellboy type thing in my head, but yeah, you could do that too if you wanted. Um, Okay, so you get your breakfast, you knock on the door. Uh, Yeah. Is it okay to come in? Sure, Kyber. Come in.
7: I walk in little, like, you know, kid who's in trouble and just plop in the chair in front of a desk. It's a pillow, but yeah,
2: it's a nice, just nice plop. throw pill. Yep, just plop, yeah. Oh, just this plop. is comfortable.
7: I think I need one of these in my room. Oh, we can put one in your room if you want. Hee-hee. <laughs> gentlemen, I wanted to ask you something. Sure. Yeah, it's been a very fun, awkward morning. I think I make a lot of people uncomfortable. It's been Probably. fun.
2: It's been very fun. Yeah. Well, if you want them to like you, I would suggest maybe toning the awkward down and, to, you know, just acting, you know, being polite. Yeah, I'm what trying to be it, sp- Not that I don't sp- find the awkwardness funny. Like it is hilarious to watch. But at some point, you're going to want them to like you.
7: Can I tell like, you the truth, though? Hmm. Tell me the truth. It's been helping. With keeping the voices at bay and the badness. What's been mm-hmm. helping? Yeah, you know, it's been a little awkward with everybody trying to talk. Not really the social guy, if you know, throw air quotes in the air. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the murder, murder, stab, stab,
2: I'm gonna shut on your floor type of guy. And I think that's pretty much why I asked you to join the team what I didn't expect was you terrorizing the rest of the group or just having mental breakdowns but I mean that's on me for not seeing that and I apologize and I realize now that I should have dug a little bit deeper and maybe had done some research that's my own fault my my last face was not my best one it was a fun one but it wasn't my best one
7: Oh please, that one was an asshole. I like this face.
2: This face is easier on the eyes. The and other you, one move. Well, you as anyone, as everyone should know, being the asshole can be fun sometimes, but at some point, you gotta drop it.
7: I wanted to ask you a favor. My uncle, on his writings. I, say, I don't know, for some reason I've been thinking about my uncle a lot lately. I love the guy, hate the guy, but his adventures were pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. He used to tell me about wizards. I'm a wizard, yes. I lean in.
2: How does one become a wizard? Lots of reading and lots of practice. So you're saying I can't become one? Oh, you can. If you have any sort of magical ability, you definitely could. you ever tried? Never have. Like I said, I've always been playing with the knife. Well, it starts <clears throat> with the reading. So I would suggest trying to learn. Not just book reading, but watching other people. You have a couple of magic users. I believe um, Argyle is an arcane caster. The other two are divine, I believe. But and then druidic druids are a whole another thing. Cool druids are awesome. To- totally different. The magic is bonkers, really. But. I feel like being a wizard is the most straightforward. You read books, you learn spells, you cast spells. As long as you practice and you continue to learn. Do
7: you have anything I can read and practice? Hmm.
2: Sure sort of looks like she's in deep thought for a second and then like abruptly stands up and looks to one of the bookshelves sort of walks over grabs a i don't know maybe medium-sized tome uh red leather binding hands it to you um and it's got like a an arcane glyph on the front and it's a basics of magic read that I grab it and then when you're done with it read it again and then when you're done with it read it again memorize that book thank you journeyman
7: thank God. like I said I like this face better
2: you're a good one thank me when you follow through you got or rather thank me by following through the more you learn, the more I'll teach you, the more I'll give you to learn. That simple. You've seen my library, right? It's fucking huge. Whatever you want to learn, you can learn. But you gotta want to. So well,
7: Thank you. Now I just gotta do one more thing this morning. And then I could go eat my bacon and eggs. I don't think I don't like this new thing.
2: Right on. You go ahead and you do that. Thank you, journeyman. I leave the office to go look for Argo. Okay. So you're walking out of the office, Aqua.
8: He reminded me. uh, I would like to listen in on my armor to see if I can glean anything from it
2: um okay what is your okay roll me a perception check
5: yeah oh that was my perception
8: see. Uh, can I guide myself yes no sure you're doing this on purpose yeah Uh, you said perception yeah perception yeah
1: well you should stay on the damn table sir <laughs> my god what are you doing
8: okay Uh, and then my
1: d4 d4 everybody's waiting for me so I can't find this thing
8: okay and 3 so 15 3 and plus 6 so 18 plus 6 24 you're still hearing you're hearing words like, like
2: you were last time but you're not. You you don't understand the language. You're you're Do starting not- to pick out more phrases, like you could imitate them. But you have no idea what you you'd be saying.
8: No, does it sound similar to uh, any language that I heard? Um, Journeyman, speak. Uh, no, it does not. It does not okay.
2: sound like the language you were speaking to Zex. Okay. All right. Done. All right. However, you make your way over to Argyle. Tez, how are you doing this morning?
5: I was doing pretty good up until now. What's up?
7: Oh, you might be feeling better in a minute.
5: Hmm.
7: I put my hands behind my back, and then my eyes go in that cat slit, and then I stick up my chin. You know those comments I made about you earlier, Mama's boy. I'm going to give you one free one. Just take it right now. Free what? Oh, you don't see the chin
5: sticking out. You want me to hit you? Well, I was an asshole to you. Let me ask you, what do you think that's fixing? Well,
7: this was your pride. This is my way of saying sorry. I'm not gonna hit you.
5: So do I have to push you a little further? No, there's no reason for this to be physical if that's what you want. Um. So then, why do we do this? I take my arms from my from around my back and
7: I give him a big hug. We'll hug it yeah. out.
5: Can I headbutt the shit out of him for this? What do I yeah, have roll, to roll for this?
2: Roll, roll to attack. I would say. Uh, dexterity I, I feel like just really not'm I'm, I'm not gonna even contest it you're not trying to get out of the way
5: nope well either way 14 14 I don't think
2: uh 16 what the 16 yeah 16 should hit yeah roll me uh just roll me a straight d4 actually uh what we'll no what's your What's your strength modifier?
4: Zero strength mod to... Uh, sorry,
5: mod. Yeah, strength is at zero.
2: Strength is at zero. So it'll just be... You
5: You smack
2: them pretty good. Calver, uh, you take a point of bludgeoning damage.
7: That feel better. There you go. That's is the kind of thing it, I want to see right
5: there. Is this happening point that like, I was in the tavern? At. Like in the middle of the tavern? Yeah, we're at the the bar. Oh, yeah, right in front of you guys. Yeah. And then I sighed deeply, and I'm like, the point that I was getting at, that's not what I was going for, was that you could have spoken to me if you had something to say. Hitting you wasn't fixing anything. I headbutted you now for invading my personal space, and it's before 10 in the morning, so stop. But if there's something you want to say, Personal space, Kyber, personal space. Still got to work on it what zex just said now if there's anything you want to talk about by all means have a seat speak and don't touch me i'm just saying sorry that's all what are you sorry for well
7: i know you got problems with your mama we've been calling your mama's boy been pulling your ear but you know i shouldn't have done that i wasn't in the right headspace you know, it's not all good up here. Pointed at my head. Crazy. I'm
5: not the only one you've been a dick to, Kyber. You've been a dick to everybody in this group.
7: Ah, yeah, well. A dick has a dick head. That's what I am. But I'm just showing my way. I'm sorry.
5: All can right. we go have Fair some enough. beer and bacon, egg, and cheese? All right. But, Kyber, don't make this a habit if you apologize you apologize once either you're doing it because you had some sort of epiphany last night what it is I don't care point is don't make it a habit to say sorry and fuck up again constantly not everybody's gonna up, um, forgive you time and time again
7: so I'll do this next time I apologize I won't hug you but if I Fair really enough. want you to have a hug I'll send Weakwa to give you one
8: Weakwa does one of these things
5: I try to hold back the smirk, but he sees it come through a little, and I, I'm like, "All right, fair enough, we're good." I go look for my beer,
7: and notice it's not there. It's,
2: it's there's an empty glass. Your, your bacon, eggs, and toast is there, but your, your glass is empty. And uh, so
0: Galahad turns to him, and I slap him on the back. So are even now? With the nut check?
7: Are we done with this foolishness? I just didn't want Sirius to be alone in the club.
0: <laughs> I uh, I call for Welby over and ask if we can get another beer mosa.
2: Hey,
9: of course. Can I roll for bullshit? No. <laughs>
2: Yeah, roll insight check. In- insight for me. There's, yeah, there's a word for that one in this game. It's called insight. <laughs> eight. eight. Eight.
3: No, do no Chris. do no <laughs> Chris. We're going to make the New Orleans version soon enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're over bullshit.
0: Seems legit. <laughs> My <not> line.
7: <clears throat>
0: I, pa- I, to- I pass it to... Uh, to I put my glass up in the air.
7: My eyes glass
0: up. And I say, What's behind us is behind us.
5: I, I cheers them. I just cheers i behind you. I raise my glass to that. All right.
2: Everyone chows down on breakfast. Uh, actually, Tommy, uh, Thanks yep. goes to find Chico. Okay. Chico's out back, and there he's, like, cooking. He's got this big, like, this, like, it's, like, small potted plant-sized mug of tea. He's like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, um, first of
3: all, you've been absolutely killing it with the food. I just wanted you to know that we all really appreciate you, and, um, uh, I know it was kind of awkward how you became part of this Motley crew, but for the most part,
2: I'm just, I'm kind of glad you're here. Thanks, man. And uh, before I forget, I believe because he has a chef background, I'm double checking this right now. Oh, yeah. You mentioned about all get um, 10 hit points. Oh, they archive
8: the show oh, hold on I'm still um, while, while you're looking that up uh, did did uh, Kyver have blood coming out of his nose from the hit? There's a little bit. it was a small trickle. right so as uh, if he's standing there, I grab a like a cloth off my uh, what I'm wearing I rip it and I give it to him to wipe off the blood. <laughs> excellence that's for you Kyber there we go that was the archived one
2: uh, I think I stepped away for a second mm-hmm. oh this is even cooler um, so because all of you guys have eaten and this isn't technically what it is but this is how I'm going to use it so since you guys have all eaten his his food today, uh, anytime you do a short rest, um, and you spend one or more hit die, you regain hit points. Uh, with an you get an extra d8 hit points uh, when you use a do do a short rest.
8: Nice. I'm just putting it out there. I said I did not eat anything, and I'm not gonna eat anything, so I won't add it to me. All right, that's fine. Yeah.
2: Works for me. What I miss? Sorry, to Oh, you guys get um, you guys get if you do a short rest in the next day, you get an extra D eight of hit points uh, when you roll one or more hit die. <laughs> and uh, we Aqua gave you a band a, a bandage for your bloody nose that you got from getting headbutted. Uh, and now back to Chico and uh, Shanks. Yeah, what can I do for you, man? How much do you know about herbs? Oh, man i know a lot about herbs uh tell me for the
3: sake of brevity uh can i explain to him my uh alchemist debacle
2: oh yeah man you just use some uh uh, uh some acerbic gum no it's super easy dude i'll show you how i can i let me well, let me whip up a batch for you it's super. You just boil it down. It's a root, and you boil it, and then you use that. It sort of gels everything together. It's pretty sweet. All right. Uh, it makes I appreciate it. Makes really good gummies.
3: <laughs> gummies. That's, that's something I didn't think about before.
2: Well, maybe for the next batch, man. Who knows? All right.
3: Cool, man. Appreciate but,
2: it. Yeah. Here, this should help make help you help you make your capsules. All right. Thanks. Right on. All right. I take that back to the lab and and see what I can whip up at that point. All right, cool. Uh everybody else just finishing up with your breakfast? All right, cool. So, we'll just do a quick roll uh for you shanks. Uh you do not actually have you have proficiency with alchemist tools, uh but you do not have um uh, expertise with the alchemist tools. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, don't, don't worry about it. Being an alchemist gives you the ability to use it. You have a proficiency with it.
3: Oh, I thought I did it when I got a certain rogue up, upgrade. Um, uh, you so that t- might be on the that might be on the
2: next one. Yeah, you took stealth and uh, proficiency, uh, stealth and persuasion oh, as your I uh, you. expertise. I got you. So the next one, you could do another skill and winner. another skill. Yep. Got gotcha. gotcha. So I think that's at six, I believe. Six and rogue. But yeah, so uh, you're gonna do a a, uh, intelligence check with um, uh, proficiency with alchemist tools, and the DC is gonna be 18. Just made it, 19. Just made it. You are able to press about a dozen capsules from uh, the distilled coffee that you were able to get. Um. and uh, yeah so it has the properties that we talked about and the potential side effects so alright so as long as you're aware you have those you can uh, you can put your uh, put them in your uh, inventory you should be able to just add the item as a custom item call them whatever you want you have a you okay. have 12 alright so Shanks comes out of the uh, workshop. The journeyman eventually comes out from her office and says, Everybody all rested, ready to go, feeling good. Does anybody have questions or concerns or anything? Or before you guys head back out,
10: could we have said during uh, this time, I made some arrows for sure? Yes.
2: Uh, I think we had said something along the lines of, like...
6: It was, like, I 20...
2: It was, like, 20 or 25 or something like of the vile arrows. Gotcha. Okay.
4: Yep. We also get replenished with our with our uh, arrows when we come back to the tavern.
2: Yeah, the vile arrows are a different thing. You have to right. make those. Right, you have to make those, yep. Regular ammunition will be replenished. Anything custom you guys have to do yourself.
3: Um, no, I was going to... Uh, Oh, I was just gonna say real quick, uh I distribute um oh, do I have to fill them up, right?
2: Uh yeah, we'll say that you filled them up.
3: Alright, so I distribute uh three do you still have, uh well you still have
4: arrows with Zax? Uh specialized? No. I use them okay. in the fight against the uh giant tree. Okay. So um yeah, so he gives Zex three
3: arrows. Uh does Argyle still have?
5: The uh, arrows, yeah.
3: All right, cool. And um, kyra has been using the sword. You wanna? Do you still have any arrows that uh, I gave you from previous?
7: I think I use any arrows that you gave me from previous.
3: So. Okay, so you should still be good. Yeah, you've been you've been shaking the hell out of me. All right.
9: Oh, um, uh, Kyber is not near me, right?
7: Um, between you and Galahad.
9: Oh, okay. Uh, that, that, yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I thought you were going to mess with Galahad. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was gonna order another mimosa.
2: <laughs> can um, 100% do that. Well, be we happily get you uh, another mimosa. Um. So, well, be we, give me one too.
4: Shanks, what do the uh, arrows do? Um, it's plus
3: one precision, so it's plus one to damage. Um, and then the vial is a D8 acid. Gotcha. Oh my bad, that's a D6. D6s. No, no, no. I'm sorry. D6 is mine. So yeah, it should be a D8. Is that right, Tommy? Just verify for me.
2: For what? The acid, I believe, is a D6 of acid damage. And the poison is also a D6. Okay. If I remember correctly. now it's
3: three, right? No, I say go ahead and add five, because I didn't have to split them up amongst anybody else. So, you can add five. Gotcha. Cool, cool. Right on. Uh, oh, that's so. a that's a D eight, by the way. Just a very uh, yeah, just verified on it. It's a D eight.
4: Oh, because you guys perfected the formula.
3: Yeah, on the perfected formula. So you have acid ball arrows plus one. Oh, plus two sharpness. So that's plus two damage and a D eight. Gotcha.
2: You guys are so lucky I let you do this shit. Dude, you are fucking <laughs> amazing
3: I was just I'm reading the stats and I'm like, oh my god, time is awesome.
2: Yeah, well just remember this is this is so I can throw shit at you. Yep Exactly. This is so I can throw shit
1: at you.
2: The journeyman actually She comes back in and she says, Okay, so we have put that vampiric looking dagger in the vault just so everyone's aware wasn't um, it the staff that was put in the vault or was it my dagger oh she took the was it the staff the staff yeah it was the staff it was the staff okay uh so she actually looks over at you and says um that dagger uh i would like that if that's okay with you uh and she looks over at Kyra and says, you can give him his sword back, and I have something for you to replace this dagger.
5: Alright, so and I hand it over.
7: And I give Argyle back the rapier. Thank you. Ah, it was a fun toy. Move.
4: Oh, he gave me back my short sword, All right? Is that what you meant? One of them had a short sword.
5: Well, um, I had given in my short sword uh, a while ago to the journeyman yeah, for, and you you are going to get that back, as well.
2: You now have the guardian's rapier again.
10: Boom, boom. go to
2: No more for you. Remove, but this is what you get instead. Uh, she pulls out a, um, eight inch, um, uh, an eight inch, let's see here, an eight inch uh, ebony and onyx handle with a round, smooth ruby embedded on the top. Um, and she hands it over to you and she says, Once you have, um, once you start wielding this, you can change this into anything that you're proficient with using. Any melee. So. You want to use a dagger? You can use it as a dagger. You want to use it as a short sword or a long sword? You can use those. This looks like a fun toy. Yeah, so <laughs> Thank you, journeyman. So you can be creative. It will form to whatever your mind comes up with.
7: Kyver's just looking at it and all trying to play with different things in his head. This is like a kid with a new toy on Christmas.
2: There you go. It is now uh, in your... Um, equipment list all right so she goes oh and uh, Argyle your short sword so you now have a plus one short sword as well if you'd like to use that as well if you are dual wielding pop that into your thing as well I actually probably should do that right now there you go that is in there as well. Okay, so what do you guys what's what's the plan? I know you guys were just in the the field, guilty as tree. What else are you guys do? Do you have the everything you need? Questions, comments, concerns.
4: Um.
5: All right, <laughs> How'd the uh, forge come out? I take a look for yourself. Let me know. Am I all Strolling investigation. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you do if you want to.
2: Sure, why not? I'll give nah, nine. You can't tell which one's fake and which one's real. Honestly, you're not sure what the real one, which one is the real one, and which one's the fake. I just not
5: hand them back. Not fucking bad. Not fucking bad at all. I mean, you keep these things. at This one, and I hand the one from my right hand. and said, "This is the original." don't lose it, don't confuse it and then I handed the one from my left hand and said this is the copy, don't confuse them
4: How about you hold on to the original I'll hold on to the copy
5: That works right.
8: And then Weakwa says, how about I hold on to none of them That, that also, also works, works. Yeah, I had a feeling that works <laughs> And I walk away
0: I hear that, and I raise
8: my glass up. Here, here. <laughs> oh man, daggers in my eyes.
2: You're um, uh, what's the that scene in Dumb and Dumber where the hitman's on the the uh, the payphone, and it's that skinny guy that's like, get off the phone. Oh, he's mad. I almost want. To, he's getting me mad. Like that's what I, I that's what I think we I feel like. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, one hundred percent.
2: He's getting me mad. I almost like it.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. Just because I've been compelled by my god to keep him alive doesn't mean he needs to know about it.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, exactly.
5: No respect. No respect.
2: <laughs> no respect. No. Respect. At
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> take yes, my wife. For- no, please take her. <laughs> I asked her to come up on the first, and she said, "No, not on the first date." No respect no respect at all
4: I've just been poring over the uh, the straw journal the the tarot cards and trying to figure out what the next uh, plan is
0: we still need to take out Baba La Saga
4: we do but if we do that's an open act of like like hostility with straw is it and there's also the
0: way Ravens. And there's also the other
8: town we have not gone to. If wait, if we let's go Baba Saga, that's an open act against Strahd. Yep, huh?
7: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, why so do we so
8: go we disguised as, as someone else right now? Because Strahd,
4: um, while okay. I'm in agreement with you, let's do this. We still need to go check out that other city, that other town or what have you. Uh, Perhaps we can find the Fasani there and find uh, the Dusk Elf that uh, we're supposed to find. Um, We'll on the way there go uh, inform the Were-Ravens about a possible alliance and plan and figure out a way to double back and kill Baba Saga if Indeed, uh, we need to remove her from the equation to get uh,
8: Strahd completely off the board. Just a quick question How do we know Babula and Strahd are connected? I, I forgot. This is out yeah. of the game. Not in the game. Abbot. Oh, no, sorry. Not
4: the Abbot. Oh, the Were Raven. The, 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 the Were Raven told us. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah.
7: Can- so who's that creepy guy that we met back in the last village?
4: Which creepy guy?
0: He's talking about the abbot.
4: The abbot we need to get him the um We need to get him the uh the invitation. Also out of game, oh, does yeah. the
0: Wear Raven we spoke to have the green crystal or no, we still have it?
4: Okay. You guys still have it? Okay. aqua. would you be okay with sending Franchise to the Abbot with the Forge uh, invitation? Yeah. Let's do that. This way we don't all have right. to all head back over there and we can make our way to the Were-Ravens and then possibly to uh, this town that we were supposed to
8: go to. Um, I also add a note to the, that note this oh wait no i don't i say out loud uh should i tell it tell him it's from us or no
0: can't franchise just leave it at his door
8: we can just
4: leave oh, it at his yeah. door okay. we have the sending stone to to tell him to expect the delivery
8: okay great we
7: great. should really say it's from strad
8: yeah okay I, so I'm, i follow your instructions to the T
7: now Zach, can I can I can I say something if it's cool which you since Strahd and uh, this 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 fun guy with the little beasties that we're about to send this invitation to don't really get along and we got to take the the old witch um Baba Bui off the board why not we disguise ourselves as some of his minions and make Strahd think that he killed Baba Lafone.
4: Hmm. You're not completely
5: out of your mind for once. Kyber, what was her name again? Baba Lahaine? I think in game we all collectively just laughed. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <And
9: I'm> not, <laughs> I, I <spit> asked <laughs> for my mostly. Oh my
4: god. Um, and I just tell, so well, be sorry, sorry. Bubba buoy, so, seriously, Bubba <laughs> buoy. Um, short of a disguise kit, do we have means of disguising a person for that long? And do we have the means to make it look like it was him? <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. Any of you guys have the disguise I have self?
10: I have disguise. alter self.
5: Yeah, I'm double checking. I know I have stuff. Alter full, but... self is different than disguise.
10: Self. I know. It's like changing myself to a beast form. I don't have any specific. Have a disguise
7: things. kit. I mean, if we make ourselves look Actually, like.
10: Actually, I can get disguise self if I prepare it for the day, which I yep. haven't done yet. I do have a disguise kit. If we make ourselves
7: look like these deformed assholes, I think it could work.
10: He did have that assistant that delivered the letter, so that's all I have to be. And
2: I do have disguised self as well. I was going to say, I believe you have disguised self as a spell. hmm
4: Anyone else oppose this idea?
10: I volunteer yep. Argyle because I can't speak. If- Argo,
5: how you feel like uh, feel like testing out your new toys? I'm up for it. Shouldn't be too much of an issue. Stabbing is something that I'm pretty good at, so uh, yeah.
4: I figured.
5: Do you wanna? So do the journeyman
2: to- interjects, like, so what's the plan? Just don't mind. I'm just asking one clarification. You know, kind of want to hope that you guys aren't gonna doing something suicidal. I don't know how fucking crazy you guys are.
4: Understandable. We're going to kill Babla Saga, but under the guise of being the abbot.
2: So just one person is going to go and fight Babla Saga?
4: No. But... I'll go. I'll do it. But if we can plant... Um, I don't know how how quickly Strada would get to us.
5: So if he sees, we need uh, we need we need to we need an alibi. So I see what the journeyman is saying, so that right. I don't die. Right. Um, maybe we need, a, we need a way to ambush pit, or we pit Babala Saga and crazy weird fucker that nobody likes, the abbot. There you go. That's the name I was looking for. We against each other. Against each other using, um, I could always disguise myself and be caught at the scene of a crime. And uh, we go from there. Remove two players off the board. Have them fight each other. We swoop in, finish the job. Hmm.
7: True. If,
4: uh... does, does, the abbot ever leave, does the abbot ever leave his tower though?
7: Well, why not we give him a reason to leave? It's very protective of that little. Uh, what, what
4: if? What if the invitation is says, his? Inci- is his incentive?
8: Strad wants to give you this, but you have to prove what, yourself what, to him. What if the invitation also had a note that said, "Come now" or "Meet me here at this place."
5: How would we get them to fight each other then, though? What's the... Not so much them
4: fight each other automatically. We want the the abbot to be the aggressor.
7: What does the abbot value the most right now?
4: Strahd's approval.
7: His fake fake bride.
4: if If we tell him that Strahd will approve of him coming to the wedding and considering his bride, but to prove himself he has to remove Baba Saga from the board It might take some convincing a lot of convincing but it's not all the realm of desperation at least for him
0: also if we show up and clean up as Argyll says we may be able to feign ignorance again if Strahd shows up but not sure
4: Let's do this. We only have a few days before before this wedding. Let's try to get what we can. Uh, try to find that Dusk Elf and um, any other of the pieces that we need before doing this. Because we if we have to fight Strahd on site, remember, we can't kill him unless he's at his castle. Specifically, if he's in the coffin where he rests.
0: If we damage him enough, we need to then make a beeline to get to, to Ravenloft.
4: And we need a way to travel there quick enough. We can, Journey, man. We, we, we can do it by horseback and other, other means, but that'll still take some time. But I, I fully, fully... I think I like this idea. This is probably one of the better ideas
7: we've had in a while. Gentlemen, I have a question. I might have an answer. If we are to damage Strahd, and he's on his way to his castle, and obviously transportation is kind of bad but you know, for us because you know we're not as fast as the fucker, what if we called the tavern to transport us to Strahd's place? How is the likelihood of that?
2: I wouldn't be able to get you that close. Probably about where I picked you up last time.
7: But would it be close enough where we can get some horses there, and kind of cut the trip?
2: I don't. I don't have horses here. You'd have to arrange horses to be left there. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm you not, want, I I, 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 as much as I value this, my part in this plan that you're giving me, I have other things that I'm doing. There are other pieces of this whole machine that's happening going on simultaneously here so while I'm not with you I am doing other things to ensure that the things that need to get done later on are set up in such a way that would be advantageous for us so I would if it comes down to an absolute emergency I may be able to help but I would suggest planning this around me not being there to
8: send you to get you there let's go um, find ourselves a Dusk Elf also, I, if we need to get there fast, I can do transportation, I can turn into a different animal that flies or is fast, or I can stay behind and while you guys do one part of the plan or someone stays behind uh, and is closer to where the coffin is while the rest of us are somewhere else, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Am I making sense, guys? The well, journeyman sort
2: of says, Yeah, but the coffin's in his castle. I can get into in his castle, castle,
8: though. Yeah, I'll do it. Even if it costs me my life. No need for the big risks. But we'll no, I'm just saying, way. I'll do it smartly, but if I die and we kill him, hashtag worth it. Don't plan on staying dead. No, no, no. I'll resurrect myself. Don't worry.
7: I woke up to We Aqua, give him a big headlock, like playfully. I'm like, You won't be alone, you big shit. I'll be well with you.
8: And I give him a kiss on the cheek. Thanks, buddy.
5: Oh, you're so kind. Is that going to be a new thing that you do now? Like the extra camaraderie? I'm okay. Hey, hey, you guys
8: guys don't want him to touch you? Fine. I'm okay with it. I love this guy. Fair fair
5: enough. Fair enough.
7: I let it go, We Aqua. I'm like, Argo was asking for a hug earlier. You should go give him a hug.
8: Ah, uh, and I do the slow turn again. All right, just keep turning. What's the matter, Weakwa? You don't want a hug? Wait, are you asking for one, or you just want me to give you a hug?
5: Sarcasm. You still got to learn to pick up on it.
8: Hey, but I asked before I touched. Fair
5: enough. It, better, better. See so you guys? Are, you,
8: see,
4: you see, Kyber? Ask people first. Consent, sir. Personal it's sexy. That right, so oh, totally goes
5: for eggs. hugs. That goes for massages, shoulder rubs, just consent. Hands yeah. in people's faces.
7: The whole, the I whole, kid, the whole kaboodle. I look at Zach and I go, but "We had a moment.
4: Mm, don't call it that." So,
7: what are you doing now, Chief?
4: I'm all for. Going to find this Fastanis. But first we oh, have, destined, but, right? but, but first I do think we should let the were Ravens uh know what's going on. I could uh can I send them a message? If someone, no, can, can. Se- if someone can send a message to uh that I would be amazing. That's my other character. Sorry, guys. What happened? That was I was my Nobody other character has, has the
8: sending.
4: Nobody has anything. So, then let's go, let's go talk to the Were-Ravens, let them know the plan, uh, what little of a plan we do have, and we'll make our way towards the Vistanis.
8: And point the way. If 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 if
4: everyone's in agreement, then let's go.
8: Yay.
2: Everyone's like, okay, we're here, we're in the same spot, so... You got, what, like, 11 days now uh, to the wedding? Just I about. At, I think you're at 11, so just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. Have at it, guys. You know how to get hold of me if you need me. Well,
5: yeah. uh, Welby, uh, real quick, oh, when yeah. I get back, I'm gonna want chicken and waffles. Please see if you can get Ch- Chico to make them again.
2: I have a feeling it's going to be a recurring feature on the menu.
5: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Don't thank me. Thank him. He likes making them. All right. Jog on. Let's go. All right. So you guys step back out. All right. We'll actually go to a different space.
8: Biggity spots. And uh before the door closes on on the cas- uh the cascade, right? That's what it's called? Yeah, the Medusa's Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Uh I look at Jenny and say, I'll see you in no time. And I give him a wink. I. Yeah, bye. Alright, you then. <laughs> 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 Is that a character or out of character? Both, fuck that shit. Oh man! <laughs> but like whisper, yeah. Stage whisper, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, you guys are back out on Yester Hill. As you turn around, the tavern is again no longer there, and you are back out in the. Wonderful. Feel a bunch of dead blights and shit. Want to get some music here real
1: quick.
2: Get some ambiance. <laughs>
0: Uh, So I head up to um, to uh, Zex and I uh, say so should we head to the Were-Raven and give him this green crystal before we head to the other town?
4: I think for safekeeping. Um, We keep it on us for now. And we inform them of why. We kind of put a target on their backs, and we don't want to give them something that would immediately send straw their way.
0: If I recall, what all it was for was to to create the wine. No.
4: DM question: Wasn't the crystal the the heart of the tree essentially? Like, they in- used it.
2: Uh, they used it as the tree to to make it uh, like a a tree blight but that's what the the were ravens were using it as a, a means to make the fertile uh, the soil fertile enough to grow uh, grapes in
4: okay um then yeah we can give it some that works
2: So you guys heading back up towards the uh the winery yep i think i think so
4: right. as we go i'll just send up duo um ah zoom back in. <laughs> there we go <laughs>
0: Tommy, does the um, guy who owns the winery, does he have an icon or...
2: Uh, no, we'll just we'll roleplay it. You guys are sitting out in the front. That's the easiest spot to do it. Either way. Okay. Um, you guys get up to the, uh, the winery and uh, make your way out towards the front. Uh, the older gentleman... Uh, I believe his name is... Uh, not Dimitri. What? No, it's, a I Dorian, or Dovin? Mardikov, something like that. Uh, Davian. Davian Mardikov The older...
4: Gotcha.
2: The older gentleman. Uh, comes back out from the clutch of trees near the entrance. Have you returned... Have you found the crystal? Any of the crystals?
4: We only found... Oh, we found both of them, actually.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'll hand them both. You only over. found you only found one. We know
4: where the
0: second one is, but
2: we only got the one. You know you know the other one's with bubble Saga. You have you have the first oh, one that was in the heart of the tree. Oh
4: gosh, gosh, gotcha, gosh, gotcha, gosh. Gotcha. Okay. I thought they were both in the bigger the bigger trees and that's what um
2: gosh, okay. The other tree is like a natural was a natural occurring thing. The the blight that you fought was augmented by the by the uh, crystal,
4: crystal. Yep. gotch. okay cool 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 uh we'll hand we'll hand that over and then uh I'll explain to him this situation uh Strada really seems to want your head and this I mean that new. quite literally
2: this is nothing new
4: what's uh what's the issue Other than the obvious, but. To be fair. It, does, it, does it go deeper than that? He
2: has been a tyrant here for centuries. It, it does not need to go any deeper.
5: Okay.
2: We live in perpetual despair. Something must change, and the thing that must change is he must die. It is very that, simple.
4: That we agree on.
0: I, uh, I step up. I say. Gentlemen, is, is there a place we can speak so that the prying eyes of Strahd cannot watch us? It seems like he has eyes everywhere.
2: I have nowhere here. I mean, we, could journey to Oh uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, Velaki. That's the one I want. to say. That's actually where we were supposed to
0: Valak- be heading. Valaki's the one we need to go to, correct? That's the other town we haven't been to?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Two birds one one stuff.
4: Um, yeah. Uh, we'll travel there with you. That's actually where we're supposed to be heading. What's your familiarity with the, uh, the Vistani? it depends
2: depends on do you have a good uh, if they decide that they want to work for Strad or if they work for themselves SC.
4: are they playing neutral
2: no they are taking sides on which side is that Most of the time it is strut, so I say fuck them.
4: So why would they give us the means, or at
2: least point us in the direction to stop him? Who said that they knew what information they were giving you? All that mumble-jumble future-telling.
4: You're uh, a little skeptical.
2: What, then you ought to believe that.
4: Uh, I'm not a believer per se, but I like information. Um, That seems to be the best information we got so far. For what? I explain uh, the tower cards, and then I explain the first part where we saw where we got the uh, the
2: tome for Strahd. You found the book. Very nice. How does this help you? Does the book kill Strahd?
4: The book itself doesn't kill Strahd, but the book itself is how we know more about who we're supposed to be fighting.
2: I'm curious what you what you seek to accomplish do you want to take take him down
4: yes but uh, if there is a way to do it correctly this way when he is down he stays down and I'd like to do that
2: do you have this information How to keep him down?
4: Yes, in part. I know that
2: we have to kill him where he resides. So then why not go to the castle and kill him? According to the Vistani, there's other pieces that are necessary. Necessary. Did they say that these were necessary or were they more like suggestions? There are a lot of you. This is much bigger group of people come to fight Srad than regular. Others have tried. Many others have tried and not succeeded. Usually much smaller groups. Four, maybe five. You. You have nine. What have the you? Chances
4: are better, have you better all fought him before?
2: I am not very strong. I am not a fighter. I am information. But unfortunately, not very many people like to speak out against him, as it life is tough enough as it is. So, I could try, but I would more than likely die in the process. And I have a family to take care of. So you
0: say information is... Is there anything that you can tell us that the Vistani can't?
2: Well, I can tell you things that are tactile, things that are provable but there is not much to be known he seeks a bride and apparently he has found her and he seeks to rule uh, for eternity he seeks power he seeks he a, su- ce- uh, a successor he'd never have a successor and he knows it he has been searching for his bride for hundreds of years every now and again finding her again only for her to die it is a cycle and it will continue until he wakes up no longer and
0: will killing Babala Saga do anything to him but she's just another plight on this land
2: she is two things she is indeed a plight on this land however she sees herself as a mother figure. Strahd, I don't think, really cares for her one way or the other, but will take the help where he can get it. However, Baba Nysaga is a fierce supporter. Less to deal with may be good in the final confrontation. Will she show
0: up if he calls?
2: Oh, if he calls, of course. Hell, maybe if he, even if he doesn't.
0: So one way or the other, we'll need to deal with her.
2: More than likely.
0: I look over at Zex and Shanks. And like a head nod of, well, we know what that means.
4: I just nod back and shrug.
3: I, I say, what are we waiting for?
2: Though so I will say, if you kill Strahd before you even go to her, she may not, she may, if if you go to kill him, before she understands that this is what you are trying to do, before she can come to his aid, then she may not come to his aid if he's already died. Though she may seek retribution does later, I'm not sure, but I would does she
4: have the Does she have the means to bring him back?
2: To bring him back? No, he should not be back ever. It, it is the Dark Powers. And give him his power, not Mother target. She just helps be, to keep people in check. Okay, she's a bitch.
4: <laughs> um, oh. I look at I look at Atros and I look at uh, Argyle and I say, "You guys didn't want to be on his turf, but we got to figure out a plan to get there, and." doing it at the wedding, doesn't seem like the plan.
5: I mean, it is our guaranteed way into the castle without any opposition. We are invited that day.
4: Yeah, but you guys brought up a good point when I brought it up the first time. We don't know how many of his guests are just going to approve of us killing the guest of honor. Well, considering or, the, or rather, we're the dealing man of the hour. Us.
5: I would say most of his guests are there out of fear, not actual loyalty, but we don't know for sure. Right.
0: If if I may, I was a gambling man. Strahd is cocky, full of hubris. He's been ruling this land forever, and we unfortunately handed his bride on a silver platter. Wouldn't you think he would regale us with a tour of Castle Ravenloft?
4: I let out the biggest fucking wow come on
0: it just seems out of character well if we ask him to see the land the grounds now he will not show us where his coffin is I wouldn't say he's that cocky
4: But that doesn't, that doesn't mean Argyle can't go peeking.
0: But I would say it's safe to assume there would be a moment in time where it would be us, Strahd, and potentially Irina. This group
3: does like taking tours.
5: Detours?
4: Atros. Um when you spoke to him did it seem likely that he'd have us back there before the wedding to kind of help with the arrangements of the wedding?
10: I suppose that is on the table if he were to arrive as the wedding party with a werewraven head.
3: Perhaps we could...
10: Avian sort of steps
2: back when he hears a wear raven head <laughs>
7: i gotta i i i gotta hmm.
2: rather when he reads it because yeah don't worry really
7: i got i mean you're saying that you know we still gotta worry about the baba boy showing up if we're attacking Strahd in any form of way
2: correct Get, quote me if i'm wrong here yeah? if you do not strike quickly if it is a prolonged fight, then yes, there is more of a chance that you will show up. But if you strike quickly and you strike hard, you may have a chance. Now, um, I look at
7: Zex, Galahad, and Shanks. I know I'm a crazy fucker, but hear me out here. I kind of like your idea that we get a tour from this huberish asshole. But if we have to deal with this hubris asshole and Babala burger... Let's be honest here.
0: Yo, how many do you have? <laughs> oh, I could <can> keep going. <laughs> oh my god!
7: Why don't we do this? Since we have a kind of eleven-day spread, we know that um the the big weird guy is fond of his makeshift bride that he made for Strud. If we, the stealthiest of the bunch, can successfully kidnapper and say that Fabula Schmiegel stole her. Maybe we can get those two busy fighting each other while we take a tour of Straud's humble abode with our plan of attack. It's crazy. I know bonkers, but it's, it's, a, it's an idea from a madman.
0: However, you are i would say in your sense two for two that being said i really don't think that construct or whatever abomination he has created will go with you willingly
7: no one said willingly now here's number two now it's a construct it's not a living being it is not it's a construct no soul is dead now we need to have a head So we can use the construct's head, you know, take the stitches out. And maybe if we have something to make it look like, you know, Raven Boy's here's head, then we have a head to show Strahd. Again, madman thinking. I don't know. I'm just, you know, just a madman here.
2: I'm just going to say this other game. That is a brilliant idea. I'm just going to say it. I would not have thought of that. That's a fantastic idea.
10: But I'm going to back out again. <laughs> when, when the DM
4: goes, holy shit!
10: Yeah. I'm gonna look to Kyber and say, "I actually approve of this."
0: And then I, I say, "Wasn't was it one of our plans was to ask him for some aid in this way with giving him the invitation?"
7: Well, the thing is, is we're not gonna wait for the wedding to strike and take this tour, because I, you know, think about the wedding, loyalists. We don't know who's loyal. We don't know who's afraid of him. I'd rather fight one dude than an army.
3: Question. How many were-ravens, heads, were we supposed to
7: bring? He never said. that he get Just the one.
10: Just one? So...
3: If we brought many boxes, that would
4: just be better, right? Where, where's your head at, Shanks?
10: You want to destroy the And
4: I say head, like, so, like, on the nose.
10: I'm just thinking
3: about all of our experiences. The most devastating thing that we saw was Alchemist Fire. <laughs> if we somehow brought were-raven heads with alchemist fire in them and were able to get out and somehow set them off the
4: destruction could be, be rather tough? catastrophic out of game because I don't think uh, Glad told us she,
2: fo- she found alchemist fire in that box yeah, and then she used it in the fight against the Shambling Mound.
4: Oh.
10: I just listened. That
4: episode. Oh, yeah, she threw the yeah. whole bottle. Gotcha.
10: gotcha. Also, out of game, but, Shanks can just um, make it.
3: Yeah, and that, that's. You can, oh, yeah. you can? Well, I mean, I'm sure that in the Jams library, we could probably find something on how to make Alchemist Fire.
10: No, it's part of your Alchemist kit. Oh,
3: I, I could just fucking make it.
10: <laughs> yeah, you, it's like one per rest or something like that yeah okay
3: all right so i would have to For get the amount it.
10: that you're asking for of course we need more than that unless so we unless, need, unless you unless unless
3: you as an artificer could figure out some kind of enhancement
4: construct so wait 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 Actress, you still working on that caltrop uh contraption that we were saying
10: the what the caltrop whip or something yeah Spike what,
4: what if we, uh? <laughs> oh, this is, this, this, this,
3: this is going <laughs> to be a fun one. I just saw it. I saw it. Go ahead, but say it. Say it. I saw it, but say it.
4: Alchemist fire and uh, some minor ammunition thrown in the muck, Cow chops, maybe some ball bearings. Make it a real party.
10: It'd what, be what, our bachelor what? party.
4: What's a what's a party without some fireworks?
10: If only he couldn't just teleport.
4: Yeah, but that that just means we have to be quick. It's not impossible. I'm I'm putting it out there.
5: The alchemist fire. What? It's a liquid that reacts to the fire, or what's the composition of it? How does it work?
4: Yeah, yeah basically, it's like it just catches yeah.
5: fire
3: onto you but if you have enough of them stacked, it creates basically like that bomb effect
2: that we had
4: yeah, yeah. essentially like fireball
2: it's, just, it's essentially like a chemical fire you can't put it out with water you put it, you throw water on it it just acts like it's gasoline and just spreads the fire even more
7: now because Strahd is a little crazy you know
2: well I'm crazy but
7: but knowing Strahd he might have shown Irina where the coffin is at Think about
3: it like this, Um, from what we all discussed from the book and our knowledge of uh, vampirism, we get a certain amount of time for him to have to recover. So if we take him out, we have that amount of time to search his lair. Problem is his traps and potential other fiends inside that might do us some damage before we can finish him off.
2: Damien interjects and says, if the castle is on fire it will be very difficult for you to find the coffin that is inside the castle. Just going to point that down.
3: Well, I don't know if the whole castle would be on fire, but definitely the part where he was in.
4: Okay. But
0: okay. F- okay. finding the coffin is the most important thing.
4: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to gear up for a fight, right? Either way we look at this.
3: Yes. Quick question, guys. Uh, don't we need stakes? Not really. The, that uh, was the hard thing when we finally got coffee.
0: Well, we have. Well, I think we have wood in some fashion. I know we have holy water. I know,
3: but do water. we actually have to have the stake ready, like beforehand? Should we all be equipped
4: with one? An arrow works just as well, if I'm not mistaken. Does DM, it? DM. That's iffy. Um, yeah, that's that's if, it's a little piece of wood. It's like a what a splinter. what a what a radiant weapon. Right, that's what I was saying. Like orc? if we if we doused it in holy water,
2: potentially, you can definitely give it a
4: try. All right, we'll do this. We'll grab some stakes for the uh, the dagger users in the group. Someone should have one on their person. We definitely need some holy water if uh the clerics can manage it or we can find we, some we
0: aqua has some we aqua has some i believe he took some from the from the lake okay so i um I'd throw remember, that shit on my I to throw that shit on my sword
4: yeah but once we <laughs> once we apply it we have to use it quick i can just so, make so, more as well. all right um also if we're gearing up for this fight and we're gonna fight baba saga Potentially, Strah can show up right then and there, or he can just wait, wait us out. Is the plan to just show up to him after?
0: The, the where Raven made it seem like it was a one-way relationship, one-sided relationship. So where like the- she cares more about him, and he's right, kind of like whatever.
4: But I think we should remove her from the board. In the event that once we do start fighting, she doesn't try to show up to help her beloved Strok. Strach-
3: well, we could have a we could have a different problem, guys. You guys remember when we fought uh, the other witches? Only one of them died. Two of them were able to plane jump, and who knows where they went? So, if she has that ability, we could be in for Real
6: problem with Stroud being aware of our dealings.